Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. Welcome in to Underground Sports Philadelphia, episode number 362. It's KB and Matt coming at you from Underground Studios. We got a lot to talk about tonight from the most dramatic Philadelphia sports athlete of all time to this Phillies team. Just They just won't quit, Matt. They just won't quit. And uh, of course, me and Matt's favorite pastime, Survivor, is back tonight. And we'll give you guys the lowdown of how we're going to incorporate Survivor into the show all season long. But before we get started, big thank you to our sponsors who allow us to do this absolutely silly show. Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Auto Mall, Mark Ronchetti CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And of course, our friends at Tomahawk Shades. You guys can go to TomahawkShades.com right now. Check out the new fall collection, the blue light glasses, sunglasses, and everything in between. And when you go to check out, use our code USP to get 25% off your entire order at TomahawkShades.com. That's promo code USP at TomahawkShades.com for 25% off your entire order. And all orders over $75 qualify for free shipping. Our friends at Stateside Urban Craft Vodka, the Vodka Soda Party Packs are back in stock. So stock up on those bad boys before they're gone again. You have to wait even longer. Don't miss out. Go to statesidevodka.com. Get the Vodka Soda Party Packs. The single flavor uh, four packs are also available at statesidevodka.com. you got to be 21 or older to purchase. And, of course, please drink responsibly. And our friends at Kenwood Beer, use the Kenny Tracker at kenwoodbeer.com to see who's got Kenwood on tap. And you got to be 21 or older to enjoy an ice-cold Kenny. And, of course, please drink responsibly. What's going on, Matt? I am living the dream. Survivor's back. We'll we'll wrap the show with Survivor each and every week. Um, but man, Ben Simmons. I'd like to see him uh, on an vote, island. Vote it off. He Just make my... it to three days and get See, the out. problem is Ben Simmons is someone to keep around to the end because everyone hates him so much. Very true. He's a, he's a good person to bring to Final Tribal Council with you, I think. Um I'm actually going to stop referring to him by his name. He's just number 25 to me. Uh, That's until fair. Until he finds his new home, wherever that is. I hope it's Cleveland or Sacramento or China, Canada, <laughs> Mexico. I don't care. I don't care where he ends up. Clearly, he doesn't either, I guess. No. He just wants to be out of Philadelphia. Congrats, dude. You know, it's just defended you for the last four years, committed voter fraud for you for all-star votes campaign for you for defensive player of the year all all nba defense all of that we just had your back through all of it i think ben simmons got booed uh maybe two times in his career because anytime there's been booze it's been directed at the entire team's play ben simmons the player has very rarely been booed in philadelphia despite mm-hmm. what people may tell you i know that philly fans for whatever reason have this i don't know like resume of being like awful negative fans that boo their own players. Zach Wilson just got booed out of MetLife on Sunday 
for what I would say is a pretty fair, like, complimentary performance to what Ben Simmons gave us in the playoffs. And no one wants to talk about that. No one has mentioned that Zach Wilson got the lights booed out of him in his second game as a player. And it's just, whatever. Listen, Ben Simmons is a coward and a fraud. And I hate him. And I, I'm I'm free to say that now. <laughs> and I cannot wait. If he thought he got booed, if the national media thinks that we boo whoever, we're really, it's, it's vitriol. I cannot wait until the day that he returns as an actual opposing player and I get to mercilessly boo him. Not boo as in, hey, get better in the second half because I paid $700 to watch you play tonight. Uh, I mean like boo like I hate every single part of you kind of boo. And that's where I'm at with Ben Simmons. I've never felt this way about an athlete. I try and always separate the emotions from it because at the end of the day, they're people. But sometimes people just suck. And Ben Simmons, I think, just sucks. Well, he sucks is- as a player. He blew our playoff chances. It's all his fault. I, I, You know, listen, I know that other players certainly didn't help, but I, I blame about 95% of our playoff uh, disastrous loss on Ben Simmons. It falls at his feet. He's getting paid $177 million. You cannot tell me for one second that this organization did not baby him, did not show him ample amounts of support. We signed him to a max contract extension well before we had to, showed utmost amount of faith in him. All we asked is that he learn how to, I don't know, shoot a basketball. Said he shoots 34% in the playoffs. Absolutely abysmal. If he even shot 50-50, we were probably in the conference finals with those numbers. He's a loser and a fraud and a coward. He's never going to live up to his potential because he refuses to work on his game. And you know what? I'm very, very happy to wash my hands completely clean of Ben Simmons. I'm sorry, number 25, because I never want to see him play for the Philadelphia 76ers again. I said that right after the Hawks series. I have remained steadfast in my commitment to hating this guy, and I don't want to see him. I don't want to root for him anymore. I'm over it. And he doesn't want my support, so I'm not going to give it to him. He gets none of my support ever again in my life. I hate him. Well, you see, Matt, I I would also love to partake in booing Ben Simmons as an opponent, but we all know whenever that day comes, that's going to be a a rest day for Ben Simmons. Listen, I've just I've just had it. I've I've had it. I've I've had it. I'm done. I'm done with like the the nonsense too, where he's like, I don't care what it costs. Like, I'm getting out of here. Like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, I'm just so over it. Like, you blew it. You were terrible in the playoffs. You, Ben Simmons, that was your fault. Like, you did this. No one else. No one else was as bad as you. Nope. No one else was as afraid as you were in that series. Tyrese Maxey was a rookie, played with absolute venom and courage. You you could not match that. And you were a max contract player, a seasoned veteran at this point in your career. You could not match the energy and the focus that a rookie brought. We played better with Tyrese Maxey on the floor. That's embarrassing. You should be embarrassed about that. He has a massive ego. I get it. That's why he doesn't shoot the ball because he's not good at it. So he's, he's never going to work on it. And you know, listen, I feel bad for the next fans of whatever team he's on because they're going to have to deal with the same thing. They're going to have to deal with the same comments that other fan bases will make about him. And they'll want to defend him because that's your natural instinct. instinct as a fan of whatever team. Is you defend your players. You look up any stats, any edge you can get. And um, maybe Donovan Mitchell is right, you know? Maybe <laughs> maybe, maybe Donovan Mitchell is right at the end of the day. Maybe that's what we're learning. I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm so sick of it. And your training camp starts next week. 
we're gonna have the the press conferences and the even more uncomfortable questions he says he's sitting out for all of training camp but he's taking the fine every day fine. great i hope that money goes to like a charity or something no we you, we all know it's going into some crypto bank because of our new jersey sponsor oh man disgusting just when you think of this organization can't get more slimy stupid and white collar christ almighty no free ads crypto.com the new patch sponsor there was a certain irony though in the StubHub ones because like you could get like kicked out for buying StubHub tickets mm-hmm. and like you weren't guaranteed to like be entry into the building and like refunds were sketchy um so that was always funny to me in a way and now this is just sad cryptocurrency is stupid we it's, say it time and time again on it makes show. no sense and i, I just I don't get how it's legal. I don't get how it makes sense. I don't know who sets the rules. Like, do we all just like agree? Does everybody just hop in a Discord server and agrees on the rules? I don't get it. Um, and it's I I don't like any bit of it. Get like get like a normal get, get like Yingling. <laughs> Why can't I don't? You probably can't have Kenwood. alcohol. Uh, like, but can we just get like a normal, normal like sponsor? Like. Can't we just have like I don't know like Arby's or something <laughs> like right. like you switch your it... ticket provider, just switch the jersey patch to your new ticket provider. Why does why does it have to be some made up crypto network? I I'm so sick of this. I'm so exhausted. Christ, <laughs> you're actually only going to be able to buy tickets through With freaking Bitcoin. Bitcoin now. No, yeah. it's uh, Embiid coin, <laughs> process coin. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna patent that. Watch out, trademark it. You can't say that without owing Josh Harris ten process coins. That'll be trust the crypto. This is like that Office episode where it's like, what's the uh, the conversion rate from a shrewd buck to a Stanley? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all it is. It's just completely made up. Yeah. That you might as well just be trading in shrewd bucks. I cannot be convinced that cryptocurrency is real and it makes sense because it doesn't. It's nope. not real and it doesn't make sense. It's also a massive waste of resources. Mm-hmm. I, I read an article, apparently, like, the uh, the energy it takes, like, if you added up all the energy it takes to actually, like, mine all the cryptocurrency, because you have to have, like, all these computers running, to, like, yeah. get, which, again, none of it makes sense to me. No. Um, but to do that, to keep all these, like, computers running, all this hardware running, you, like, if that entire, uh, like, industry was a country, it would be in the top 15 in the world of energy usage. That's insanity. It's nuts. Why is this not regulated? <laughs> like, we need to figure it out because uh, I don't know if anyone's noticed. We're in a climate crisis. A little bit. So maybe we shouldn't be wasting like 10, gillion, 10, 10 billion gigawatts of energy. No, I, I think on, 10 uh, billion on, is, is <laughs> on, about right. On Dogecoin. Maybe maybe we should just stop. <laughs> it's going to be Franklin coin before we know it. Because with that, the Sixers are also going to have uh, NFTs. Which is just fantastic. Like, who cares? Who's nobody? Who's buying that? And why don't they just give me their money? I would give me money. I'll make you an NFT. I'll make you. I'll put. I'll make one of those turkey. Those hand turkeys. You can only get that from me. It's exclusive art. And I'll put Peyton and B jersey on it. There you go. <laughs> There's your NFT. So stupid. You know what NFT stands for? non-fungible token Token. explain that to someone explain that to a second grader right now explain to a second grader right now what a non-fungible token is and watch their jaw hit the floor be like that's stupid (laughs) really i i i truly believe for every advancement in technology we make we should have to explain it to a child 
Because if a child can easily understand it, then we're good. Yeah. But if it has to be explained and a child like comes back with, oh, that's dumb or that doesn't make any sense, hit the hit the drawing board again. Because mm-hmm. it's not simple enough. Because I should remind everyone that half of the country operates on the same level as a child. So if a child can't get it, a lot of these adults can't get it. It's just stupid. And I'm one of them. Because I don't get it. Because <laughs> NFTs make no sense. Cryptocurrency makes no sense. It's all stupid and made up. And I don't know where... How do people have $3,000 to spend on a picture of Damian Lillard taking a three-point shot? How How is that even worth 3000 I mean, I, I feel like I'm <laughs> No offense crazy. to Dame, but... Oh, my God. See, I just view NFT as not fucking tangible. <laughs> <laughs> We all know the traditional Big Four sports and we have our favorite teams and enjoy them each and every week during their seasons. But what if I told you the fastest growing sport on two feet doesn't involve football, baseball, basketball, or hockey? Come join me, Dom Ponteri, and Harrison Kremens as we break down the sport of the future each and every week on the Outside the Box podcast, talking all things pro and college lacrosse right here on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. it's exactly what it is it's like oh i have this this digital painting of the mona lisa it's like cool i just printed this off of google and i can hold it that's i just you you like the way i've like read about it it's like you basically own a receipt right and it's like specifically yours like you like when you look at it like in your blockchain wallet or whatever that is yours it is unique to you but it's still like Here's what I don't understand is it's still just an image mm-hmm. that anyone can have. That people tweet out, so they change it to their Twitter avatars. And so what's the point? It's the dumbest shit ever. Did you see, this was a few, I know we're on a, <laughs> talk about, no, talk about a tangent. Great. A few weeks ago, there was like this museum um, display, like an art display gallery of NFTs. And the hilarious thing is, is a bunch of the artists that made the NFTs weren't consulted if their nice. work could be used in this <laughs> like art gallery that was people charged admission for, and they just displayed all these NFTs. What? <laughs> and that is why Underground who, Sports Philadelphia will never have... Who made the rules? Who was writing the rules? We will never have an NFT or crypto sponsor as long as it is this difficult to understand. And even then, we probably would never will because we're not the the demo audience for that nonsense. See what Ben Simmons does to us, Matt? Has I don't know. Has us yelling about, frankly. Or I should say number 25. He's dead to me. Has us yelling about digital coins. I, I don't know what's going to happen because uh, I don't know that he's going to get traded. So, Well, now, apparently Elton Brand's on the, right, on the short list on the sniper for Minnesota. Block. Oh, my God. A Rod and Elton Brand, what a what a duo that would be, huh? Or I saw on Twitter today, why don't the Timberwolves just hire Brian Colangelo since he loves twenty five so much? Hey, listen, I don't wish that on Minnesota. Actually, I feel bad for. Uh, well, it seems like Cat wants out too. Don't because when him. all the news came out today, he just tweeted WTF dot dot dot. Don't blame him. It's weird. Gerson Rosas wasn't like the world's worst GM and wasn't very long tenured so no it's a little bit strange uh i feel bad for cat it's had, it's had a rough rough time and 
he's a good player. I sucks to see like I don't know, it just sucks to see a player like get <laughs> just shafted pretty much every. Can be a stretch five for us. Take it. He's an Eagles fan. I take I take an MB cat front court. Who cares? Let's just have fun with it. Let's get weird with it. I I don't care. I don't care what happens. The Sixers are dead to me. <laughs> I mean, they are truly, truly a team I could not care less about. It's absolutely ridiculous. That camp starts in a week. I, f- I feel, you know, good for them. Good for everyone who's going to uh, convince themselves to watch Sixers games this year. Shout out Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, good for her. Do Rodrigo we feel more optimistic about the Flyers than the Sixers right now? I feel nothing for either of them. <laughs> This is the Don Draper in the uh, elevator gift. I don't think about you at all, which I hate that gif because everyone uses it incorrectly because in the show, the whole point of that scene is they just came out of a meeting where Don was shown up by that guy in his creativity. The whole point of that scene is that Don actually does think about him and he, it is under his skin, but everyone uses it, that gif in a way like that. It's like, Oh, I don't think about you all. Don Draper lol, such a badass. Like, no, like, he was a man-child alcoholic who couldn't keep a relationship and wasn't actually that good at his job. And that whole scene and that whole experience is about him figuring out, like, hey, like, I'm not the best at this, actually. I'm, like, not a wonder kid. Um, so I hate when people use that gif without the proper context because Don Draper actually does think about that guy. That's why that scene is good. <laughs> Stop misunderstanding TV. <laughs> there it is. There's another tangent for you. What else we got, huh? Uh, I mean, on a positive note, with relations to the Sixers, we can uh, report Meek Mill knows we exist. That's good. Meek Mill retweeted Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's good to have. Shout out Meek. It's good to have the endorsement of Meek Mill. Uh, he was on Jimmy Fallon promoting his new song, or new album, I should say. Uh, so if Meek wants to come promote it on our show. He's one of the few good things we have left. He is uh, one of the, the royal sons of Philadelphia. You think Ben Simmons will uh, ring the bell for the first game? Be funny, right? That would be some shit they would do. We, I, you know, I just think about the fact that we put like those weird Australian beef patties in, like yep. you know, like concession stands. I saw a really funny tweet. I want to read it verbatim because the uh, <laughs> the wordage of it makes me laugh. It's, it's 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 a topic that we've talked about before and like we we revisited briefly over the summer because I just think it's very funny. Philadelphia raised cash for this man. Just mm-hmm. sickening. We did that for him. Shout out, Gip. Shout out, Gip. He should have to write an apology letter to every single fan that he's burned. It's about 100,000 people, probably. Yeah. Just a mess. I just, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear how we didn't support this guy. I don't want to hear about how he wasn't babied and how he wasn't given every piece of comfort that we didn't let Jimmy Butler leave for him, that we got rid of Brett Brown for him. All these other things. I don't want to hear about it. Allegedly, there was a Kyrie Irving for Ben Simmons trade on the table. Kevin Durant wasn't having it. Christ alive. <laughs> Kyrie's a better player, I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think I, I would. I might think I, I, I'd actually have more fun rooting for Kyrie Irving. <laughs> that might be more fun for me. Kyrie's a great player. He could win a championship with Kyrie and Embiid. Yeah. The baggage is a bit much, but you know what? So is Ben bit. Simmons, because <laughs> apparently he doesn't even want to play. So, 
What's the difference? Kyrie Irving taking a random night off in January to feed the homeless, or Ben Simmons uh, playing Call of Duty with FaZe Clan and drinking G Fuel before games? I don't know. Take your pick. And then- yeah, we might have to, like, like we so we put in, like, the weird beef patty pie things for Ben. We have to sell, like, Sage or something for a Kyrie if we got it. Like, I'm cool with that. We get like we get like Sixers branded like energy crystals or whatever. We get the crystal people. That's listen. You, Which I feel like there are already a lot of crystal people in Sixers like Twitter and wanna, fandom that would just feel that market. more at home. Yeah. Well, I wish uh, I wish the Sixers mostly good luck, but we'll I see. wish him be good luck. I wish Embiid good luck. I, I want good Tyrese things for Maxie. Joel Embiid and Tyrese Matt. I wish I, I want Tobias. good things for all of them, actually, except for uh, the guy who's holding out and doesn't want to be here and is just fine taking a fine every day. It's cool. Everyone else can have a great time. I Happy miss Mike Scott. He's somewhere up there. <laughs> somewhere out there. Uh, did you see Doc Rivers on uh, first take today, too? I did not. Apparently, it was like him, like... Just saying, we'd love to have Ben back. I did. I saw the. I saw the quotes from his, yeah. uh, but I, I didn't see the. It full. was like a weird. He said that he got misrepresented uh, by what he said. Uh, I say you just own up to it, actually, and you just call Ben what he is. That he sucks, and you won't win a championship with mm-hmm. him. I don't know. Clearly, he's happy to lower his own stock. Let's just lower. Let's get it to the floor, baby. We're gonna train trade him for like Zdrenas Ilgauskas and like a 2029 second round pick. this man so much good news for his uh his agent rich paul because uh you know this lawsuit that nerland's noel is filing against him is growing in evidence by the day because apparently did not inform nerland's noel that all these teams were interested in Mm -hmm. sixers were included on that list apparently we were interested in having nerland's noel back didn't feel like that was important information to pass along your client weird it's when brett was the gm and we traded away mikhail bridges where did all go so wrong I feel like crying. <laughs> Where did it all go so wrong? I mean, at the end of the day, it's Brian Clinton. It's, you know who it is? It's Adam Silver. That too. Fuckers. <laughs> they boomed us. Uh, Phillies won, though. <laughs> they're in it, baby. No, they're fucking not. I told you guys in July it was over. <laughs> Told you guys in July, and then they go out and win in extra innings against the Orioles. Oh, and they got God. shut out by the Orioles the day before, Matt. You know the last time they got shut out by a team with over 100 losses was 23 years ago. Bobby it's, Brady it, days. It is the epitome of the 20. It is the 2021 Phillies yearbook, getting shut out by a 100 plus loss team in the middle of September. They're the worst. They are just the worst. They are Ben Simmons uh, as a team, you know? Like, all the ire that you have towards him, it's, like, spread out amongst, like, mm-hmm. 17 guys. It's like, I hate so much about all of you, actually. <laughs> God, they're just the worst, aren't they? And then they can play. They got one more against the Orioles tonight. Then they play the Pirates, and then they play the Braves. And somehow, some way... They're gonna they're gonna go into that Brave three, series. Three days ago, we're a game back in the division. We're like, oh my! I'm, yep. I'm just thinking about it. like I'm not. I almost tweeted, it, but I was like, I'm not even gonna tweet it because it's not even fun. It's not even that funny of a tweet. What's the point? It's just gonna be repeating. I'm not gonna get excited about the Phillies. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. get excited about the Phillies. I'm not gonna get excited about the Phillies because this is what they do to you. This has been every week since May. 
Yep. They've done this. Just end it. Just let us go into our sleep. <laughs> let us go dream of, like, I don't know, free agent signings and J John Middleton in space. No suit. The worst. Just put a GoPro on him. See how long the GoPro stays live. <laughs> like, I just don't... I, I... I don't get the people that are, like, still so invested. In the Phillies? In the Phillies. I respect it. I respect it. you know it. what? Like, if you love the team that much... And I, I and do love this team, you. and everybody knows right. I love this team, but, like, I've come to my senses. And right. it's like, there's... Right. Even if they do somehow mosey their way into the playoffs... Like the the SpongeBob glass bones and paper skin guy, and walk across that finish line, they're gonna get the doors blown off of them by whatever NL West team they play. No, I think they got a chance, Kyle. You haven't seen playoff Matt Moore, so <laughs> like it's a Wheeler night tonight, though, isn't it? So it is a Wheeler they night. You feel good about a win against the mighty Orioles? Yeah, Wheeler will throw a gem, and they'll score negative two runs. Yeah, I think actually the way that we played, we probably should probably deserve to start with the negative runs. It's just depressing. It's so much hope. <laughs> it's all just dwindled away as each week has gone by. Nothing's good anymore. This is this is what uh this is this is just what sports do to you. Low energy. And it shows the ballpark happiness. too. There, there's there's less than half about. capacity there. And you're in the you're in the midst of back, you know, and it's like who wants to go watch this crappy team? Nobody. That's by the way, full of unlikable players. I said mm -hmm. it. Ninety percent of these people are unlikable. Yep, and one They're of the, not... one of the most likable guys is out for the season. Like most of them, I don't like want to root for really. Like, I just I'm very indifferent to them as as people. So there's that's like tough. five guys on this active roster that I enjoy watching play baseball. And the rest of them, Joe Girardi just doesn't like playing because he loves his former Yankees. He's just the worst. Like, Joe Girardi should be an extra in a mobster movie, like, fixing up an old Ford truck. He should not be the manager of a baseball team. Six and four in their last ten. That's great. Negative 11 run differential. Yeah, where are we, where are we at with that? That's really, that's all we have left. The best bit of the season. Braves are uh, plus 110. Yeah. We're negative 11. It's great. Just four and a half out on the wild card now. It's great. Three out of the division. Well, how are, how are uh, man, our Reds, yikes. Yeah, big yikes. God, who are we going to root for here, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I've always said the uh, designated hitter is actually the better way to play baseball. So, I've always been more of an AL guy. So, <laughs> I actually think I'm going to take my talents. I mean, we did we did kind of say Toronto was looking nice. I'm just saying. They're in I a dogfight for uh, that's that wild card spot. Uh, Blue Jays and Yankees duking it out. Root for the Rays, I guess. Man, this sucks. It's so bad. It's just so bad. This has just been a rough, rough four days for Philly sports. Got terrible Eagles uh, home opener loss. Got all the Ben Simmons news. Phillies suck. Flyers are just like, 
hanging out. It's like you're. Uh... Well, they they're in turmoil because Kevin Hayes is gonna be out six to eight weeks. Right. Had surgery. It's like your uncle that you don't want to hear from, but like you know that like Christmas is coming up, so you're gonna have to see him. And it's like, oh god, here we go. Six months with this guy, and it's Cowboys week. Oh, it's Cowboys week. That's great. <laughs> Sometimes we all just need to wind down after a long day of enjoying our favorite sports teams go to work. And with the rise of streaming platforms, new TV shows and movies are popping up every single week. And it might be overwhelming not knowing exactly what to watch. Well, that's where streamer season comes in. The exclusive streaming platform discussion podcast for TV and movies on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Join me, KB, and a plethora of our hosts right here at USP breaking down all the new TV and movies that you guys should be watching across all the various streaming platforms that are available to the masses. Catch us on streamer season wherever you get your podcasts. These are the, these are the weeks, though, that you win. Yeah. You know? Gotta say, not a bad performance on Sunday. Could be worse. Could be worse. Could be worse. Could be a New York Giants fan. That's true. Could be a Jets fan. Talk about no hope. Could be a Falcons fan. Falcons, yeah. That's pretty, (laughs) that's rough. That's about as bad as it gets, actually. I'm not sure I would ever emotionally recover from my team blowing a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl. Like, I, I actually don't, like... You know, I joke about the Sixers and how I, I'll never... Like, a part of me did die that day, but, like, that is next-level pain and suffering yeah. that I don't... I genuinely don't know that I could... Like, if I was a Falcons fan, I Especially don't Especially playing that against that Patriots team. I don't think I ever would have returned. I, I really don't think I would have been able to stomach it. I don't, like... I can't imagine right now watching a Sixers game and feeling good about myself. No. I really can't. See the troll job Brady did before the uh, the game this week, too? I did not put out his uh, his victory video from when uh, Tampa beat Dallas, and in the background, the clock he had it was twenty eight three, or it was three twenty eight was the time. What a guy! He's uh, so he's become so much more likable since he he, left New England. He's fourteen touchdowns away from having more touchdowns thrown in his forties than in his twenties. And he's on pace to break the all-time That is the dumbest record. stat I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> that stat doesn't even make sense. That is the most egregious, ridiculous stat I think would, like, he is going to be the ultimate, like, trivia sports athlete, I think. Because it's just, it's stupid. He's on, he's 499 yards away from breaking... The NFL all-time passing yards record that Drew Brees currently has at 80,358 yards. And he's on pace to break the record in two weeks when Tampa goes back to New England. I want nothing more than for him to break it there. God God almighty. <laughs> to his heart, fractured ribs. Uh, What's the point of living? It was like quarterback massacre on Sunday. What is the point of living? What, Tua got why hurt. Why do this to ourselves? Baker Mayfield got hurt. Baker Mayfield looked like Tyrod got shot hurt. him in the arm. Like, that thing was dangling. I thought it was on a live leak video. I mean, that was rough to watch. And it was, like, successive injuries, yeah. like, within, like, a 10-minute span of, like, four different quarterbacks. 
Why do we do this to ourselves? Why do we get excited about sports? How'd the fantasy matchup go? One. I actually I won two. I won every single fantasy league. I so I have two money leagues and then I just always join some like random public leagues. And then uh six and zero oh in the week. Aaron Rodgers showed up for me. I fell, but here was the pain. I fell thirty six yards away from winning a parlay. I needed two hundred and ninety one passing yards or more from Aaron Rodgers. And the last pass he threw down the field was incomplete. It would have counted. Do that discount double check. Good for Raj, I guess. I don't know. Eagles get the Monday Night Manning treatment this week, too. That's good. Looking forward to that. It's honestly been kind of entertaining. I have, they, I have brought in guests. The, uh, the, the, uh, the replay. They Not bring big, in guests uh, like every quarter. Yeah. They have Pat McAfee yeah, so on. Pat McAfee was on. So Russell Wilson was on in the, uh, the first week. It's cool. So it's a cool idea, you know. Listen, like we're all for we're all for getting a little experimental. And it's with two guys that are like, to the public eye, seem very closed off, right? And obviously, being brothers, like they're gonna have stories, and them being able to just like kind of sling it on. You ever think about how crazy it is though that like they're brothers because they yeah. look nothing alike, and I don't like. I just like sometimes I'm reminded that they're brothers. I'm like, no, they're not. I'm like. They are, aren't they? Like they're just so different. Like, pers- like Peyton's always been like, you know, he's on like SNL and stuff. Like mm-hmm. he's always like a little more like charismatic. The commercials, yeah. And... But it's weird to me that they're brothers. I don't know. They do not do not feel like brothers at all to <laughs> me. But I also love that Peyton's uh, media entertainment company is Omaha Productions. He knows what he's doing. I I think it's good though for the. For just the broadcasting spectrum of football to have those types of broadcasts. Yes. I mean, they do it for Thursday night football. You have like a gazillion different options you can have to to watch the game right. and watch it on like Twitch and stuff. And you have different types of broadcast. They do it for the the college national uh, championship game, where like they'll have like the coach cast and they'll have like the gambling version of the broadcast. Right. They have the uh, the Nick cast too. That's that was for yeah. playoffs last year, right? They're bringing that back this year too with Nate Burleson. That's cool. Make it happen. Come on, NFL. I like it. I like why, the Manning why, why cast. Everyone just do that. I've seen it's been wildly popular from what I've seen on like my Twitter timeline. And then there's some people that are like, it, you know, they're boxing the game and making the screen smaller and it's taken away. It's like so. Then watch the other. Watch the main feed. Broadcast. Then. No one is. Listen, the Mannings are not holding you at gunpoint, right. making you watch them. I think both broadcasts are good too. It's it's whatever demographic you want to hit, you hit and. I'll probably watch the Manning cast with the Eagles game. So, we're looking forward to that. How are we feeling about that? I don't know. Those injuries the Eagles suffered, kind of tough. Rough Brandon year. Graham out for the year already. Brandon Brooks injured. So I, you know, I always say it's good going into October with uh, just a few season-ending injuries. You know, it's always good to be barreling into the autumn equinox with that on your mind. Just tough. Happy fall, baby. <laughs> You know it's fall when uh that that infographic that the Eagles put out is like of like uh non participants in practice. When you see that again, there's like six people uh, on it. You see this one? Doubtful. It's tough. (laughs) I saw one of the best ones that somebody photoshopped. It's uh the injury report and Oh, it's so good. Better times. 
top bins, top tier commentary. Top drawer, upper 90. You already down. know. <laughs> you it's already know. I think that's we, how it always goes. We went goes, like, like 45 like, minutes and we were at like Chelsea. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Um, I'm Dominic Ponteri. I'm Matt And we are here to talk about Champions League soccer today. Hey, it's Top Ben's time. What's up? We're back. One day, you See know, what one day. Sports do to us, guys. <laughs> one day, well, one day. This is. It's just been a rough week. It's been a rough week. So I think the final twenty-ish minutes of this show, <laughs> we're gonna dedicate been, to something that will make we, us both. We happy went on a tangent about NFTs and uh, Don Draper gifts because that's how much we didn't want to have to talk about the stupid Phillies or Ben Simmons or how hurt we were by the Eagles' loss uh, or how much we don't care about the Flyers. <laughs> That's where we're at. That's where we're at, everybody. That's the vibe check right now, in case anyone is wondering. But you know what? Jeff Probst is coming through, Matt. Thank God. Survivor does. is back. Almost 700 days without a new season of Survivor, but it's back tonight. We're going to incorporate Survivor into every Wednesday night show uh, and recap the week before's episode, preview everything, and obviously season premiere. Season 41. We talked Survivor a little bit before the pandemic happened on the show. So, OGs remember us talking Survivor. But it's back. Season 41. Whole new cast. Jeff has flowing locks of hair. And we're back in Fiji. Beautiful, beautiful Fiji. You and I have both kind of stayed spoiler free. I know I nothing really... about this season. I know absolutely nothing. I only know the cast because I play a fantasy survivor mm -hmm. uh, group. I picked. I don't even remember. I don't. <laughs> e I just picked the guy because he had a good smile as like my overall winner. I actually don't even remember who my uh, my players are. So you get entered into like a draft and you like put your you know players in an order and you just kind of have to hope. So. Yeah, I, I know nothing about like the theme of this season or, you know, really any of the players. I didn't read their bios. I was just like, you know what? I'm going in completely blind. I think that's the best way to do it. Yeah, I'm super excited for this to be back. And just like quick face check of this cast. Oh, let me what a cast. scroll up. I can tell you who, who I picked. Scroll down. Same right there. Deshaun. Deshaun is who I picked to win it all. Just He just has a good smile. I had a good feeling about Deshaun. And I'm sorry, Deshaun, if you get uh, voted out first. I'm going to feel real tough about this. But, yeah, it's a very uh, diverse cast, too, which is good. Mm -hmm. Like, it's good to have, like, all different people on there. I think 
you know, let's be honest, Survivor's been a mainly white white person show. Yeah. Let's <laughs> let's maybe you know because here's crazy. I think one of the best seasons ever is also the probably the most controversial because it was literally just like race war season. <laughs> it was Cook <laughs> Islands, but you had you know like the the most diverse cast in Survivor history because you had all groups of. It was literally broken down into Asians, blacks, and whites, and Latinos. <laughs> it was not, um, I don't think it was done with the most tact, but it yeah. did give us, I think, some of, some true Survivor legends and some, like, actually interesting dynamics, so that was cool. One of my favorite winners ever, Yule, off that season. He was but you great. had Ozzy, Parvati was off that season, Jeff Penner, like, you had some true, like, big hitters come out of that. Yeah. This was a good season. Cowboy. Cowboy. Oh, yeah. Who could JP. Forget? Yeah, wow. What a cast. It is crazy, like, looking at some of the former Survivor contestants, too, and seeing, like, what they're doing now. Yeah. Like, I always forget that Chase Rice was on Survivor and almost won. There was there was an inch he lost to, uh, to Fabio. <laughs> God. Um... There's a really interesting Ringer article about Survivor uh, castaways and like the after Survivor grind and, and what people do to make money, which is interesting. I mean, Parvati now uh, does yoga and sells sixty dollar uh, sixty dollar children's books. Hey, get your guide. Sarah has gotten me a few times. One of my favorite Survivors ever is Tyson. Got a few cameos. Uh, Rick Devins. Rick Devins a more recent superstar yeah if any former survivors want to come on the show too I listen, like there are a number off all day i just found out today wendell's on hgtv <laughs> with really? his own show now that's hilarious to me i don't i can't quite explain why philly's finest he was like he was like a builder though. that was like his thing so i guess it makes sense now i'm thinking about it did he did go on and talk to like furnished the entire island in his season here we go HGTV and the Twitter display name, too. Okay. Hot Mess House and Hometown Takeover. Good for Wendell. <laughs> Good for Wendell. He's a Jersey boy, isn't he? Philly. I thought he was, like, from... Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, I thought he was, like, from... Ian Jervis. Quit, yeah. Um, there's a few. Like, I remember Stephanie from, mm-hmm. like, the older seasons was uh, was a Jersey girl. Michelle from Jersey. Hoboken, no joking. Natalie. Natalie. Shout out to New Jersey. Look at that. Uh, just one uh, winner's award. Why am I not? Why am I blanking? Tony. Yes. Tony from New Jersey as well. Shout out. Shout out to Jersey. The tri-state area just putting on. So what do we think? What are we thinking for the season? What are our vibes? <sighs> Looking at the cast, I I like your pick. I think Deshaun is just is looks strong. like a guy. He looks very charismatic. Yeah. Again, you are only looking at a headshot of a person right. and have to immediately decide like, all right, because I didn't want to look at bios. I didn't want to like look up careers. I didn't even want to know their ages, but just the ages were on there. I was like, yeah. whatever. But I was like, Deshaun just looks like a guy that you can make fast friends with and seems I don't know. Looks good at challenges. Yeah, like he, he looks like kind of athletic enough that like he can hold his own, but he like he's got a nice smile. Just looks like he holds a good convo, and I really hope that I'm, I'm not just setting all this up for him to get voted off the first week. We'll be real bummed. Liana Wallace looks like a strong competitor. Yes. 
and just by name test alone, Z- Xander's going to the final three. Z- Xander Hastings is certainly uh, that a, is such a final. That's three a top name. five. That's a top five season name. Already. Like big time. Yeah. Uh, let's see who else. Tiffany either has the vibes of like she's gonna get to like the merge or like she's gonna be the type that like pisses everybody off and she's gone. It's hard. Yeah, it's really hard to read. If I if I had to guess, yeah, she kind of reminds me of uh, like a Sarah, you know, like mm-hmm. that's like just very uh, very tough. Do we have any any feelings for ver- first off? Because I have I have a vibe. I have one guy that just looks at me. And I'm like I don't know why, but. Uh, <laughs> I think we're looking at the same person. Brad just looks like he's itching to get See, voted <laughs> I, I thought that, but Brad also looks like one of those deadweight guys that everyone like carries along. He could. He, he also looks cerebral. I feel yes. like Brad is like, might just like, he's like wilderness guy or something, you know, like he has like an REI, uh, like membership, like he's yeah. like part of the co-op and like he's hiked before. Like he just has like, he's like important to have for like the first week, you know, mm-hmm. like he builds your shelter and like gets you sorted out and they're like, yeah, all right, Brad, you know, you can hang out, maybe make the merge. David also looks like a guy who could be for, he's got, we, me character. He's got gobble ghoul face. Yeah. You know, angry eyebrows. Not very involved. I think Danny is a strong competitor too. I I have a feeling Heather might be a, a first vote out. She kind of looks like she could be like, like she could like. I'm not saying I don't want to make judgments on these people. I don't want to be harsh. I'm just saying what I think people could get from her is like annoying mom vibe, mm-hmm. or not good at challenge vibe. Not good it's at like, challenge right, vibe, maybe or like. Maybe like she's like tries to take control of the uh you know building all mm-hmm. the uh building building the 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 settlement you know getting water and all that and it's like people get real you do not want to be the the person like organizing yeah the uh the building of the structure and like all right like doling out respect you do not want to immediately establish yourself as the leader that's a bad bad, that's a bad play bad play you sit in the back you help out. But you do not take control of that situation. How do we feel about Ricard Foyer? He looks like he could be an asshole. And I, I, again. He looks like the pompous, like, I'm better than everybody. It, I can't tell if he's gone gray or if that's, like, platinum, yeah. like, highlights. I have platinum vibes. It worries me a little bit if. Something if, tells me he's a hairstylist. I could see that. He's He looks well-groomed. I can't. Is that chest hair or tattoo? Uh, that is a tattoo. I think it's tattoo. So, maybe bad boy vibes. I don't know. I could see I could see something bad from a card. I don't know. Should we go with our our top three, just like good vibes? Yeah, and check out the bios. Top three good. Deshaun, I think so, for both of us is is, is good definitely vibe guy. strong character right there. I, I feel I feel again. I'm gonna be so bummed that Deshaun is like, you know, like one of the first people off. I'm gonna really really be mad. Let's Deshaun. Deshaun Radden. Oh, he's a med student. Yes. <laughs> He's 26. He's younger than he looks. Yes. He kind of gave me like he, early 30s. Early 30s, like probably maybe like a dad. Uh, he's for him. Currently living in Miami. He's from San Bernardino, California. His hobbies are cooking, oh, no. making music, and playing tennis. Oh, no. Three words to describe him charming, devious, and resilient. I read his pet peeve. This is not good. <laughs> this is not pet good. Peeve. Kyle. My biggest pet peeve is being told what to do. 
and it's not something that makes me mildly irritated. I deeply loathe being told what to do. Listen, I'm not saying I know it all, but I'd much rather try and fail at something than go along with what someone else tells me is, quote, acceptable. Oh, no, that's why you got casted. No! Deshaun! Uh, This is intriguing, though. Which past survivor will you play the game most like? Well, I mean, let's be real here. My game will be unprecedented, but I see my game being most like Cerefield socially and mentally with a sprinkle of Wendell for pulling out competition wins in the clutch and jury management. I'll be like Cere and Wendell's love child. Cere, one of the one of the the forgotten Always greats. Get to the oh, final deep three. game. I think uh, what season was it though? She got she got booted very early, and that was simply because of her reputation. Yeah, I think it was some game sort of changers. I think season. I think it was game changers. She got booted early. I don't quite remember, but Cere was a great player. Wendell yeah. obviously great player as well. So if you're gonna say that you're gonna play like Cere though, you better have a great social game because she is maybe top three social game Easy. player like, All time. <laughs> like she obviously never won which is always gonna be held against her but i mean no one could quite work people like sarika yeah. she had a way of like extracting information and knowing exactly how to use it what is, is something not an easy thing to just do we would never know from looking at Deshaun, he says, you'd probably never know that i am very introspective and empathetic around people i'm always so outgoing but I'm also someone who thinks a lot, sometimes overthinks and overfeels for other people and sometimes my own situations. I consider myself an empath, and although I may not always appear to, I do feel other people's emotions, and I do feel strong emotions myself. I think I just do an an above-average job uh, at conceding these emotions to not look vulnerable. All right, so the rest of the bio makes me feel a little better about my Sean pick. The pet peeve worries me, though. If that is your Little pet peeve bit. and you're going into, ex- like, excruciating detail about, like, no, like, I don't, it's not just, like, I don't like when I'm told what to do. Like, I actively hate when someone tells me what to do. It's, like. Which also gives me, like, he's me. probably going to end up being, like, leader of an alliance vibes. could definitely see that. Which is good. I mean, if yeah. you're picking someone to win, you want And if your social game is allegedly, like, Suri, that's. All right, Deshaun. I have a lot of faith in you, Scale Deshaun. one to ten, how are we feeling about Deshaun now? I was at like a nine. I'm at like a seven. It's just I'm the pet peeve like an eight point four. That worries me a little bit. I'm gonna add an eight four. I, I like Again, Deshaun. All of that was based solely on Deshaun's headshot. Yes. I had <laughs> literally zero information. I just this looked is at our Deshaun. First look. Which hey, if he's what he's saying, if he's going for Sari, then already it's like oh, That's he's a, a welcoming person that I want to talk to. Here we go. All right, who do we go with next? I mean, do we go Xander? <laughs> Again, the whole podcast hosted by Stephen McAvoy and John Mavalia. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Get In The Whole Pod and be on the lookout for a ton of great content keeping you up to date on the world of golf. Releasing weekly a part of the Underground Sports Philadelphia family of podcasts wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I kind of want to just know a little bit about Xander. Yeah, let's go Xander. So Xander's 21. Oh, His hometown is Jacksonville, Florida. He's an app developer. Oh, God. He's definitely going to try and sell his Bitcoin. Currently lives in Chicago. His hobbies are free climbing, road tripping, antique shopping, and graphic design. Uh, I'm already getting the my passion is graphic design meme about him. <laughs> 
the Detroit Lions. <laughs> Three words to describe you. Independent, resilient, and adventurous. Pet peeves, laziness, and cockiness, especially from people who like to bark orders. Um, accomplishment he's most proud of. He's a Nike Cross Nationals. Uh, is the Super Bowl of cross country, and I love that people were baffled that my high school team even qualified. The conditions on race day were grim. The field was hilly, drenched in oozing mud. The temperature was a bone-chilling 40 degrees. It was pouring rain and clearly no place for a Florida boy. Everyone was miserable, but seeing the best of the best riddled with fear and intimidation, I felt a surge of confidence despite predictions that we would flop. We placed top 10. So he's a runner. He's a track star. Um, Who is he going to play like oh this is great any of the pretty boy challenge beast charmers just take your pick jay joe devin i think i'd play most like jay a fellow florida boy using physical powers to get me to the merge but more importantly making strong bonds charming all and secretly thinking hyper strategically wow i so i read his uh what is the accomplish? Uh, the uh, what is something we would never know from looking at you? And that is a trip of a paragraph, I have to say. I love the pursuit of knowledge and experience. I can never spend hours discussing the genius of Richard Serra's commission for the NYC IRS building, or how uh, Mandarin enables the mind to think more creatively, or the lab I just finished on rendering an image <laughs> of the Crab Nebula using Doppler shift and Kepler's third law or an algorithm for my latest app's feed widget, or the golden warmth of the sun as it crests the horizon on a cold morning in Rocky Mountain National Park, or meandering through the crowded bazaars of western China. I want to live a thousand lives before mine is over. Jesus Christ, Xander. What was the season Joe was on first where it was like all the like hippies who had no jobs? Uh, that was the, uh, they separated them into like, um, I can't remember what their tribe was called. (laughs) It was like, no, it was like, it was no something. It was like no flag or like, it was like something like that. It was like, yeah, they were all just like that. The one very creepy guy that was like definitely a cult leader. Uh, (laughs) like, so that's where Joe went. (laughs) Yeah. I think he hit him up after the show. Maybe, um, I gotta see what that season was, because Xander sure. would totally be. Not sure how I feel about, but he's like seems accomplished though, you know. Yeah. Like, what season was that? No collar. No collar. Yeah, it was blue collar, white collar, and no, no collar. Xander would definitely be in that. Yeah. Even yeah. though he's like this weird app developer person, like based off that paragraph. Yeah. Not sure how to feel about Xander. Is that good? It's good to have confidence in yourself. He is a handsome-looking man, yeah. you know, and he seems athletic based on his description of himself, so fair enough. All right. Who do we go with? I feel like, I feel like we got to do, do, one, uh, do one woman at least. Yeah. We got to find someone. Should we do Jeannie? Yeah, let's do Jeannie. Jeannie looks, Jeannie looks like you know, sneaky. Jeannie, it's Chen. giving me like wholesome mom vibes. You know, forty six. She's okay. from Los Angeles. Currently lives in Portland, and she's a oh grocery clerk. Oh my god, Jeannie! Uh, her hobbies are cooking, video games, thrift store, and antique shopping. 
three words to describe her funny kind and sensible um pet peeves people who wear masks incorrectly by not covering their nose and mouth or who don't wear them at all oh genie yes uh what is the accomplishment you're most proud of i got the hustle award one year at basketball (laughs) camp when i was you hear that ben be like genie (laughs) i dream of genie um what is something we'd never know about Jeannie from looking at her? I was first string cellist in junior high, and I still play video games. Play cello? Okay, Jeannie. Um, past Survivor contestant that her game will model. I don't believe in playing like any other contestant before. I'm going to have many alliances so I can always have the best options to further my game. Smart. Don't put any expectations on yourself. Play loose. I like that. Very minimalist description yeah. here, which I don't hate. Not, not a lot of paragraphs here. You know what? That's cool. I feel uh, I was like a little nervous about Jeannie reading that bio. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I am on Team Jeannie now. I think I feel... she has a chance to go far. <laughs> I, you know, I like Jeannie. <laughs> I think Jeannie's only potential roadblock would be like challenges. We'll see. That that's the thing is but like early on the hustle you... award. Right. Each season is its own thing so sometimes being bad at challenges isn't a big deal right and you know depending on what tribe or whatever like but she's she's a video game player which makes me think she's gonna be good at puzzles she could be good at puzzles could you know good hand-eye coordination perhaps again she had the hustle award man and you also you don't play the cello and not like have some dexterity yeah and be smart it's not easy to play an instrument i don't know genie maybe maybe people sleep on genie that's all. Don't, sleep on Jeannie. Don't sleep on Genie. Don't sleep on Genie. She'll put you to sleep. We'll go one more to wrap up. Um, let's go wild card here. Let's go with. Should we go with Sydney? Sydney Seagal. Let's let's get. Is it Seagal or Seagal? Seagal. All right. Sydney is twenty six. She currently lives in. Los Angeles, California. She's or uh, she, that's where she's from. She, her current residence is Brooklyn, New York. She's a law student. Mm. Her hobbies are running, knitting, cr- and crocheting, and soccer. Uh, three words to describe her: confident, charismatic, empathetic. Pet peeve: bodily noises, sniffling, <laughs> snoring, heavy breathing, and coughing. Uh, she is a California state champion in cross country. Jesus. She speaks Spanish, Italian, Portuguese, and some French. And no, uh, description on, oh, here we go. It's, there's no space. Uh, she says that she's going to play like Natalie White. She was able to assess her place on her tribe and in her alliance while con- consciously nursing Russell's ego. Her social awareness is something I admired. And why does she think she can win Survivor? I have the essential social skills and social awareness. I'm athletic, but I'm not some six-foot-two buff dude who will be threatening. I am not a creature of habit and can adapt to any situation. Having watched Survivor, I have the benefit of hindsight and think I have a high Survivor IQ. I play to win. The athletic women do get slept on more than the athletic men are always like seen as like, oh, he's a big, a he's a challenge beast it's like no one ever gave natalie that kind of respect you know and it's like she was going out and like dominating challenges and stuff like parvati was the same mm-hmm. way like frequently amanda 
Amanda was like a Jesus talk about sleeper. Amanda agent. does not get talked about enough either. Comes off of the China season Turns and goes right back around. Goes into heroes versus villains, just like bam, makes it Monster. deep into both of them. Like that's a. I know she didn't win, but like they go deep like that into like basically a very difficult a China straight. season, and then like what well, was essentially an all star season. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. What heroes versus villains was. I mean, that's like one of the definitive seasons of survivor history. Like with really, I think the best players of all time are all in here. like, mm -hmm. you obviously get some more as like the years have gone on and like, there's more like strategy. And I think like awareness of survivor strategy, but those were like, the rules weren't set yet. And right. like that was, you had to like find your own path. Amanda's not getting enough credit. So she could be an Amanda type lawsuit. Yeah. I mean, if you're a state champion cross country anywhere, you already you already quite the beast. So, <laughs> so survivor. I do worry though, just when people say that they have a high survivor yeah. IQ, because I believe that she does, but I just worry like, how do you define survivor IQ? That and there is some something to say about maybe overthinking situations. Mm -hmm. Remember uh, Cochran? Like he yeah. was like a survivor nerd and like over writer. Like yeah. <laughs> like really like overthought situations and yeah. like screwed himself and his entire tribe and got like booted. Like you can do that. Which I don't think Sydney will, but you you have to toe the line very carefully there. Who's your survivor goat? Oh, <laughs> oh man. That's a tough question. It feels cheap to say Tony because, you know, he's, he just won winners at war. Yeah. And it's hard to it's hard to say that he isn't. He won two seasons, which only Sandra was able to do before that. And he did it in, like, such a way where it was like, he's so in your face about it mm -hmm. and yet still is able to beat you which is amazing to me. And I think when every other winner sits there and says like, yeah, you had to get Tony out to win and you didn't do it. So Tony went like when, to, when every other great survivor of all time is saying that Tony is like the guy to beat, mm -hmm. you know, he wasn't like my absolute favorite of all right. time, but I, I, I think Tony probably has to be cause he was willing to do anything to win too. He had every single aspect. He could win challenges he had a good social game. He's a funny guy, very charismatic. Mm -hmm. He was good for like, uh, you know, like building camp and stuff and like maintaining it. He was good at understanding alliance. He had a good like emotional intelligence. Like a guy understood other people's feelings and how to play them. He understood the game very well, and he was willing to like. He you remember the time he like camouflaged himself yes. under sand and waited till like four in the morning, Tying like in trees. He was willing to go like crazy for idols and stuff, like. And he, he provided some of the best moments as well. Mm -hmm. So it's, it, it is really hard to not say Tony. It's also tough to not. I mean, there was the one season he was voted out early, but like Boston Rob is definitely a. Boston Rob might be the most iconic. He's more so like legend of the game. Right. Once he got that win too, it was like. He is. It, he's like, a, very, cemented, like, a very apt comparison for Boston Rob. He is the Larry Bird, I think, yeah. where it's like he had like a pretty high peak and it was like great for a very long time, but you know, isn't the best ever, mm -hmm. but he's certainly you can't tell the story of like the NBA. You can't tell the story of Survivor. It's like Peyton without, Manning. Right. With without talking about Boston Rob. 
took a while for him to go win his championship. He's a funny guy. And I mean, Sandra's goat. Sandra's up there. Doesn't get the respect. Does not get the respect she deserves. I also didn't realize there were two people who had perfect seasons, which is they never had their name written down. It was Cochran Adam and JT. JT, yeah. JT did go perfect, didn't he? Adam had the perfect jury. That's yeah. what I was thinking of. Which was bizarre to me because I so I rewatched all of Survivor because mm-hmm. I didn't watch it like really growing up. I was aware of it. And I tried to avoid spoilers of seasons. Adam got spoiled for me. I, I knew going into the season that Adam won. And I kept waiting for like him to like wow me. Mm-hmm. Be like, wow, Adam's amazing. And it never really happened. Like he deserved to win, I think, overall. Like I didn't That's I, how you and I felt about Michelle too. Like her season she won. It was yeah. like okay. I knew but that then Aubrey didn't win season. because I had already seen the season where she returns mm-hmm. with like Joe and um you know, like it's like all oh, the redemption you didn't yeah. win. I was like I was kinda surprised by that. And then Michelle's season where she didn't win, which was Winners at War. She played great. She had like the best I mean, like, she played good in her own season. Yeah. I I just her game was so much Some better. Some of it, too, was, like, the editing of players, like, leads you to believe certain things. Like, mm-hmm. you never get the full story, obviously, about Survivor players. You never get, like, all the context. You don't get all the conversations and all the the planning and, and everything that goes into the game. But when you watch the show and you see, like, really felt like Aubrey in that season was the yeah. winner based on what you were shown. But, you know, people also, you know, you can't always n- know exactly how the jury feels either mm-hmm. until you, know, you see their vote cast. Sometimes people are very hard to read. Sometimes people value, like, I can remember a coach. Mm-hmm. If he had just admitted that his, uh, like, prayer circles every morning and Tai Chi on the beach were part of his game to win, he would have won. Yep. But he, like, whether he actually believes it or not, I do not know. He's a mystifying man, of course. But whether he actually believed it or not, he wouldn't admit that that was part of a bit. That that was part of like his strategy, and if he had, he would have won that yep. season because people were really saying like, "Hey, you played great. Just tell us that that was like you know part of your strategy. That that was all kind of BS. You <laughs> led people on to believe that. He wouldn't do it. Went down with his honor. Tough. I'm people just... have asked us too. People have slid in the DMs, Matt, and asked if we have aspirations to do a Survivor podcast. I, I, I said, do, I would do something small. I said, we'll see how the. The reception is every week on the show. And then season 42, we'll assess how things go. I'm I'm looking forward to this season, I think, because it's completely new. You know, Winners at War was obviously fun, amazing. But, you know, like, now you're going in completely fresh faces. Let's get into it, you know. So we'll wrap with uh, our Play Pickup prop of the week. You guys can go to playpickup.com. And uh, start building your pickup fan profile by making picks on the hottest headlines in sports and hopefully in the future Survivor. Uh, so go to playpickup.com now and start building that fan profile. Matt, is our uh, our consensus pick? Is it going to be Deshaun to win it all? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, lock it in. Lock, lock it, it in. in. We're going Deshaun. The official underground sports Philadelphia pick for season 41 of Survivors, Deshaun Radden. That's our pickup. Deshaun. Route. I'm looking in the camera right now. I have so much faith in you, Deshaun. I believe in you. Please. <laughs> don't let us down. <laughs> and I can't even... I'm not, I don't even think I'm watching tonight. I think I'm watching tomorrow night. Yeah. So I won't know. I will have to sit with this. <laughs> I'm watching like super late tonight or tomorrow. Oh, uh, please, Deshaun. <laughs> all the recordings we have with shows and stuff. But 
Let's go, Deshaun. We're hitching the, we have the underground team sports Deshaun. fan. We are, we team we are Deshaun. a Deshaun household now. The only Deshaun we root for in Philadelphia. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Jackson, never heard of him. Yeah, he's in L.A. now. The other one, he's not even on our radar. Uh... Make sure you guys are following us on social media where Meek Mill knows we exist at Underground PHI on Twitter and Instagram. Follow Matt on Twitter at Matt Castorina. Follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Check out the website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com, for all of our written content. And subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. Leave those five star ratings and reviews. Let us know in the podcast reviews if you guys would want to see a Survivor podcast. Join the network. Uh, how you're feeling about the whole number 25 saga? how you feel about the Eagles after two weeks and all that good stuff and anything else in between five stars only, but truly tweet at us. Let us know how you feel. If you want to see uh, survivor content the way we're doing it. And if you want to see it expanded, all that good stuff, because Matt and I, Sarah, huge survivor nerds. And uh, we can't get enough of it. We've been waiting for this is like Christmas morning for us is that survivors back. So five stars only in the podcast reviews, uh, you can also, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. Check out all the podcasts across the network, streamer season, outside the box. We got uh, PLL champion head coach Andy Towers on the show this week, so be sure to check that out when it drops on Friday. Top Bins is back, rocking and rolling. Uh, new episode came out today, so make sure you check out Top Bins. Getting the Hole is back uh, with their new season as the Ryder Cup kicks off and uh, fantasy football, Patty Pitt's doing the damn thing with fourth and goal. And a uh, big thank you to our sponsors, Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Auto Mall, Mark Ronchetti CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And of course, our friends at Tomahawk Shades, Stateside Urban Craft Vodka, and Kenwood Beer. You guys can go to TomahawkShades.com, use promo code USP, to get 25% off your order and all orders $75 and over qualify for free shipping. Stateside Urban Craft Vodka, you get the vodka soda party packs at statesidevodka.com. You got to be 21 or older to purchase. And of course, please drink responsibly. Kenwood Beer, use the Kenny Tracker to see who's got Kenwood on tap uh, for when you're watching Survivor. You got to be 21 or older to crack open an ice cold Kenny. And of course, please drink responsibly. This has been Underground Sports Philadelphia, episode number 362. For Matt, I'm KB. We'll catch you guys next week. We'll recap the first uh, two hours of season 41 of Survivor. Hopefully no more Ben Simmons drama. And we'll see if the Phillies push closer to a playoff spot or continue to break our hearts. And hopefully the Eagles kick the Cowboys in the teeth. But until then, I'm KB, and we are signing off. Peace. Peace.